0: I thought the scariest part of The Shining was the font It's Flicks in That with Steve Newell Welcome Steve Hello Well if you're into The Shining you'll be loving the spooky season mm. When, so it, when is Halloween? Up. What date is Halloween? It's the 31st So okay. we uh, what are we, we're 20 days out Is it always on the same date? Yes, sir. It doesn't move. No, sir. Okay. All right. Um, let me just find the day of the week because that's uh, that's an that's interesting important. question. That's. Oh, so it's a Tuesday. Oh, that's a bit right. awkward. Oh, that's, that's good. good. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's all right. Is it? Is it? I know. I, I mean, reckon it. people are going to have it have their like Halloween parties on the Friday before. Oh, I reckon. Yeah. And we well, could we could do weekend before and weekend after if you want yeah. to be a, be a piggy about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not be a piggy about it? Um, but I'm I'm getting into the season as I as I mentioned last week with um, <coughs> excuse me with a bit of uh, horror watching. There's a kind of steady stream of stuff rolling out onto streaming, and to some extent into theaters soon, as well. Um, watched a horror comedy called Totally Killer mm. uh, a couple of nights ago. This is on Prime Video. It's kind of in the vein of your um, very. Uh, Easygoing comedy horrors, um, although it does have some pretty brutal stabbings throughout the film. But the sort of overall tone of the film is a bit like a Happy Death Day type vibe, pretty pretty shiny and and, uh, and pleasant. Um, centers on a high schooler who ends up going back in time to 1985 because of a serial killer. But can she stop the serial killer that killed her mom? Let's find out in Totally Killer. Um, How does she time travel? Uh, she time travels because her friend makes a time machine. Right. Her yeah. high school friend makes a time machine. But there's some time travel hijinks that explain slash do they explain um, yes. that? Uh But needless to say, it's kind of nicely self-aware without being too much of a punish Um the, the lead character uh, does reference um, Back to the Future several times when she ends up in the 80s trying to explain to cops in particular what's going on. Like, you guys have seen Back to the Future, right? Like, I'm, I've come, I'm, I'm Marty McFly. Of course, the cops are idiots because they're 1985 American cops. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so our lead Jamie played by Ken and Shipka, a.k.a. Don Draper's daughter in Mad Men. AKA uh, Sabrina from Chilling Adventures of Mm. Sabrina, um, finds herself trying to uh, change the past, stop a serial killer, and hopefully um, reduce the number of people who get murdered by being stabbed 16 times at a time. So um, it does get a bit stabby. It's pretty pleasant. This is a very kind of run of the mill, three star, nice enough time on the couch type movie. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm glad I watched it to tell you that it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> but this is far from a screaming recommendation. It's just like an, an okay-ish mm-hmm. Also counting type. the amount of stabs. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's, um, it was done for me. I didn't, um, I didn't oh, pause. <laughs> um, you didn't have a no, no, giant notepad on you? It's, it's very much made clear that that's um, the M.O. Of, uh, of the film Serial Killer. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's all right. Um, you know, if you're into a uh, teen time travel... Uh, horror comedy, then that's one that got made this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be some more uh, horrors to consider in coming weeks. I'll very quickly mention that the lineup has been announced for the Terrify Film Festival. Um, this takes place at the Capitol Theatre. Uh, it's running from the 2nd of November to the 6th of November with an opening night screening on the 25th of October of Five Nights at Freddy's, which is the uh, Blumhouse adapted. <laughs> Uh, film based on the video game franchise. I don't, I don't want this to be a disaster. Uh, but I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Yeah, we'll find it a bit closer to the time, but it's um, it's a, a, a security guard. It's uh, animatronic uh, creatures. It's they move and want to do bad things to you, but uh, they will only move when you're not looking at them. That's the premise. As far yeah. as I understand it, based on the games yeah uh, those robots are essentially controlled by the spirits of dead kids. Cool yeah good stuff. Um, <laughs> the lineup for Terrifiers online we'll go through that in a little bit more detail next week but I wanted to also point you towards something that is most decidedly not horror in fact it's probably um, as much of an opposite of that as you can possibly get. This is a new stand-up special by American comedian Joe Pera. It's called Slow and Steady. You might know Joe, Joe Pera from his show Joe Pera Talks With You. He kind of yeah, he sort yeah. of describes himself in the stand-up as alternative comedy or, or slow comedy. Um, his kind of shtick is that he's uh, an old man in a younger man's body, I guess, to some degree. Um, yep, yep. He's very mild-mannered. And, and Joe Pera Talks With You, that show that ran for three seasons on Adult Swim before being cruelly cancelled. He played a middle school choir teacher who... Was kind of set in these olden time times ways, but would directly address the viewer on topics. Yes. Um, yeah. Episodes like Joe Perry shows you iron, which was the very first episode of the of the series. Joe Perry takes you to breakfast. Joe Perry shows you how to dance. What and it, like just what a buzzy character That's and good. idea to. You know, they're so great. Some of these videos, but it's just like, how did you come to this? How? Are yeah, you, yeah. Why absolutely. are you doing this character? So, it's so, 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 so the show was a was a, a persona of Pera, but it wasn't a million miles away from the uh, version of him that you see in interviews or, yep. or stand up. I don't know how true to life it is. Yes. It always kind of boggles my mind that he's really good friends with uh, outrageously OTT comedian Connor mm-hmm. O'Malley, um, who <laughs> appears in a lot of episodes of Joe Pera. Yep. But they, they are the yin and yang of, 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 I think, of the sort of alternate comedy yeah. scene in, in New York. Um, one of the great episodes of uh, Joe Perra Talks With You, Joe Perra reads you the church announcements. He had just discovered the song <laughs> Baba O'Reilly by The Who. He just heard it for the first time and couldn't get it out of his head. So he's trying to read the church announcements, but the church announcements turns into him basically like trying to tell people about this great song he's just <laughs> discovered. And throughout the episode you see him constantly ringing radio stations requesting the song, and going mental is only like a really mild-mannered person can go mental yeah. in his house whenever it plays. I mean, we've all, we've all been there, but yeah. um, I, Joe, a bit late to the party on that one. I hear that adults when paid thousands upon thousands of dollars just for that one episode. Yeah, because so, so um, I watched an interview between Joe and uh, Tom Sharpling on The Best Show a couple of weeks ago I was a promo for the stand-up and he talked about music rights um, and so yeah Barbara O'Reilly you have to pay for each individual use of the song it doesn't matter what like it's not so much the total amount but like every time you stop and start a track it's a new use and they first there was a small amount of pushback on it then he decided that no no like this is the song that we really need and it wasn't quite as expensive as I thought it was going to be, but it still he was still prepared to reach into his pocket and pay for it because so he thought it was so good. Luckily, the boss of Adult Swim saw the cut and went, oh, sweet, we'll just give you some more money because it gets up to seven uses. So mm. the first chunk of change would pay for it to be on and off four times, yeah. and then it was significantly more expensive. The second. The other song he talks about in that interview, though, mm. um, which... Uh, Kind of, but only kind of appears in the episode Joe Pera Talks You Back to Sleep. This is the really kind of asmr type episode and, it, and it's what Joe had been doing before yeah. this series really kind of started in earnest. And it's uh, this mild-mannered guy talking you down during a big thunderstorm mm. and helping you get back to sleep. But in that episode, he badly interpolates Amy Winehouse's rehab and he bundle he like bungles the lyrics really badly but it's also joe piero like i don't think anyone tried to make joe Pera go to rehab yeah but it sounds hilarious. anyway for this bad interpolation of amy winehouse's rehab uh ten thousand dollars us um for some for to use a song quote in the style of amy winehouse's rehab um this show is not currently streaming in new zealand you have to go track it down through ulterior means but you can watch joe perez slow and steady on youtube this is a stand-up that he's produced specifically to watch for free on youtube Mm -hmm. It's 56 minutes long he reached his pocket and paid for it and one of the things i really liked about it was that uh you know while he might be best known for the aforementioned tv show you can tell he's really honed this character on stages for years and years and years because he knows that it's not just about this kind of old-fashioned guy talking slow and being a little bit kind of wry. Like, There's a real dynamic to the, to the stand-up set. Mm. Goes some places you wouldn't expect. He um, has some really good bits delivered that, that help give it some format. And he's great at crowd work, which mm. I kind of didn't really expect yes. to see. Like I kind of thought this would be v- very much a, a performance-oriented show, but he's really great at kind of engaging the audience mm. from the from the stage, particularly asking questions and, and pointing out the problems with the answers. Uh, and it culminates in, I guess, what you know may to some extent be a bit of an ad for his podcast, which is called Drifting Off with Joe Pera. And that's kind of in that same vein. It's like a very kind of you know, ASMR-y thing, but he pairs up in those episodes with people like Dan Deacon, Yola Tengo, yep. and uh, Ryan Dunn, who we see performing. In yeah. the stand-up. So he, this guy Ryan performs um, like a live musical and sound effect accompaniment mm. uh, to a reading by by Joe Pera. This is a really great way to spend fifty-six minutes. It's a super chilled watch. It's uh, still got some swears in that. It's not totally uh, mm. granddad friendly, um, but yeah, I really really dug it. And if there's one thing that I think kind of sums up this persona of his that we're talking about, it's a joke from the special where he talks about. He's like, oh, I guess it's time to talk about losing my virginity. Uh, And he talks about walking a girl home from a dance. They uh, took a shortcut through a cornfield, which turned into a long cut, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, And the next day, I got the call up to serve in World War II. (laughs) I must clarify that Joe's probably nudging 40 at the the, the upper (laughs) limit. So very much a gag, but very much playing into this uh, older-than-his-years type character. Um, I love him. Uh, is a real treasure. Uh, search that on YouTube. Joe oh, Pierre, slow and slow and steady. Yeah. Um, very very enjoyable. Nice. So you got some comedy, but a but a really good comedy. Some kind of okay comedy horror. Um, horror fans should uh, get online, have a look at Terrify Film Festival. Um, we'll talk about that a bit more next week, and uh, I will have a bit of a rave about one of the highlights from their program. But we'll we'll do that then. Fantastic, Steve. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Real orchards use star wipes. That was Flix and That on 95BFM.